I just adore this conversation that I was lucky enough to have with my friend Kareen Vessel-Rennie. There is a true light that comes through Kareen and you feel it and see it when you're with her, but it also comes across in her words and her stories. Um, it's just her spirit is so inspiring and she's so generous with how she shares um, so many learnings that she's gained throughout her life and how she gets through tough times and how important gratitude and perspective is in her day-to-day life. And as somebody who moved from South Africa with her three children, she just really reminds us of the appreciation that she has for living in this beautiful place, in this wonderful country, and truly appreciating everything that that offers us. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. She drops so many um, pieces of wisdom and practical tools for keeping ourselves aligned and grounded and tending to ourselves first. So enjoy. Hello and welcome today. I have for you Kareen Vessels Rennie, and I am super excited to welcome you here, Kareen. Thank you for joining us today. It's lovely to be here, Laura. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's always a pleasure to see you. Um, I'm just going to tell uh, our listeners a little bit about you for anybody that doesn't know you yet. Um, first of all, I feel. Uh, think of you as a connector um, in lots of ways, but especially as a community connector, you have such a light about you that is just like undeniable. You're an entrepreneur. You are an account manager for Boulevard Magazine in the Okanagan and Vancouver. You're a public speaker. You're the mom of three boys living in the Okanagan and loving the lifestyle. And you moved here from South Africa. How many years ago was that when your kids were little? That was that, that was June 2019. So we just surpassed the four and a half year mark now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So it's not when they were little. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Amazing. Well, we're so happy to have you here um, and getting to see you out and about in town. You have an amazing life story. And um, you've overcome many hardships. I'm curious, where would you say that you draw your strength from? For me, it's always been from God. I, that is Jesus. The re- I got to know him on such a personal level that I was down and out and on my knees. And when I finally put my arms in the air and I said, I can, it was like he finally said, he can. I grew up in a religious home, right? There's a very mm-hmm. big difference for me between religion and relationship. So I I was just so desperate at times that I was like, well, let me try. Let me try and see yeah. this Jesus, right? So for yeah. me, that, that's where it's always come from, yeah. That's amazing. And I think it's often those times when we are on our knees where we do search for something bigger because we feel like we're at the end of we've tried everything right and it's it can be a real period of darkness so I love that Um, you especially with your work are out and about so much and talking to people and attending events and making connections how do you protect your energy or is that even necessary for you? Are you wired for all the like the the people and the buzz of activity and and connection? Yeah, I, I that's a really good question, and I think um, I landed in hospital twice. Oh wow! Today I worked myself into hospital, and you know, if you don't listen the first time, and you keep going and pounding through it, and you end up there the second time, then you have to do certain things in your life and restructure certain things and by no means do I have the golden rule or the perfect solution for everyone but I know what works for me I've learned to listen to my body number Mm -hmm. one I am I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis about eight or nine years ago and that that was me activating the gene and I kind of figured well 
I'm here now and I remember a kinesiologist sitting in front of me when I was in hospital for the second time and she looked at me and and I said, well, will I ever be able to get over this? Because all the doctors that I've seen up to that point just told me that you've got to make peace with this. This is a lifelong disease. And I'm talking about severe pain. I'm talking wow. about extreme pain that I had. And she looked at me and she said, Corinne, you can. Mm. You can push through and you can. And I had to restructure things in my life. Um, I've learned to say no. My no is my no. Um, I do go to a lot of events, but you know what? I come to a point at, at an event where I feel it's it's too much. I don't hang out still. If my body says to me it's too much, we're done now, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And I go, I take the time for me to do certain things that I know fuels me and drives me. I spend my quiet time in prayer and meditation. I like to do yoga. I do outside things. I'm a walker. I love Mm -hmm. to go walking. I mean, we've gone walking together. We had a lovely walk. Yeah. I love doing things that serves me and serves my body. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't, then it needs to go, right? I've learned to let things go. Some things just has to give right because mm-hmm. if I'm not okay no one else in my household's okay and mom mm-hmm. kind of sets the tone for the day right so and true. it's not about you have to be in control of everyone or baby everyone but you set the tone for the day mm-hmm. and I I'm a giver I'm a, I'm a carer so I have to be very careful there to to have that perfect balance between where does it become too much and um you know where is it needed mm. so that's important for me to listen I always mm-hmm. say and I've always said this to my kids too I've always said remember you were born with two ears and one mouth so we've got to listen twice before mm. we speak once, right amazing so I take my Sunday and I sit and I plan my week I time block things out um, I don't overbook. And yes, sometimes it's busier than other times, but I've learned that balance. By mm-hmm. failing to prepare, we prepare to fail. <laughs> and where are you at with the rheumatoid arthritis now? Is that still a way your body speaks to you? I have been, um, I looked at a bowl of medication one morning that I was taking at that point, And that was about five and I was six years ago roughly I can't remember the exact amount of time but I looked at this bowl of medication because it's it's oral chemo and cortisones and pain medication and you know then then this causes depression and then you t- take mm. other medication and that causes anxiety so now you're on that medication and I remember looking at that and I was in my early 30s or late 30s at that point and I was like is this my life is this what it's come to? Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to say that I've been medication-free now for more than six years. Wow. Yes. Zero medication. So yes, Just by I paying have... attention and making these changes you're talking about, starting to honor your, your energy yeah. and the signals yeah. that you get before they get really loud. Yes. That's fantastic. I'm, I know I've got to do things different than someone else. I can't be stagnant just sitting still I need to stretch my body and I need to move my body different than other people I don't drink caffeine because I know that's not good for my body and mm-hmm. um, how does it make me feel I can't eat copious amounts of sugar because sugar isn't it triggers an inflammatory response it's not mm-hmm. that I'm depriving myself of these things because we you know we've got to live and we've got to love it but there's balance there's a fine balance in life of what we do and like I said it's it looks different for everyone I mean you can read as many books as you want on it and listen to as many podcasts as you want but you know what that person could give you advice but that person Mm -hmm. is not you so Mm -hmm. feel what feels right in your body and, and tune about, in yeah. yes yes working through those things a lot of my healing came from from emotions as well I I lost about 45 pounds of emotions I'd like to call it I don't like to call it weight because it was as I worked through that pent-up emotion in my body 
I was allowing myself to feel it because it's tough, man. I think mm-hmm. that was more tough for me than going through most of the arthritis symptoms, right? Like feeling it. Wow. This is how you feel it in your body. Right. Mm-hmm. And then processing that and moving through it because that's a whole nother level of, of healing, right? It sure is. Yes. But so necessary. And I'm so Absolutely. happy you did that for yourself. You mentioned saying no. Um, and I'm curious, is, is that uncomfortable for you or do you feel empowered and in you know it's a line to just say no tell me like how does that feel for you (laughs) yeah it feels very empowering for me uh there's grace when you answer someone you know there's a grace space that you give someone um and then you would allow certain things but the moment it I feel it's affecting me and I you know I might take that on me my no is my no Mm -hmm. so it's it doesn't hurt me offense is never given it's only taken that's what I oh that's good exactly right so if I say no to someone and they're offended but it's the best thing for me that's their problem right that's their thing it's not because you didn't intend offense no I meant and I did what was best for me and that's the most important thing as long as it comes from a place of good intention Mm -hmm. and love Mm. it's fine right yes I love the way you explained that that's really powerful Um, another thing that really strikes me and you and I have spoken about this you are so good at sales and what I mean about that is just you have this incredible way of forming relationship Mm -hmm. and connection with people in your opinion why do you think so many of us women, and I'll include myself in there, we struggle when it comes to sales and it can feel really uncomfortable or self-centered or something. We make it mean a whole bunch of things. And I know that that's one area that you feel really empowered and confident. I'm Tell us more about that because I think we have a lot to learn from you there. It's about having what is the best for that person. You know, it's not about a sale. I don't think I've ever made a sale in my life. I say I've never sold anything. I ask people that's come on board with me and done business with me, when did I sell something to you? And most of them go, never. You've never sold me something because a sale is not an action, right? Mm -hmm. For me, what I do and what I've always done, and I've been in the field of sales since I was 14 years, right? And I'm 43 now. Um, it's creating true connection with people. Some people I don't align with, you know, and that's mm-hmm. okay because not everyone is going to align. Um, and it's not when they don't align, they don't buy from you. Some of those people that I don't align with still buy, right? Mm-hmm. But it's about having the best for that person at heart. So, and listening, listening to their need. We listen to uh, answer. We don't listen to hear, right? Mm -hmm. What's the true need of that person? And if I can't help you with that, I'm sure as I'm going to send you someone that I know that's going to be able to help you with that. That's Mm -hmm. sometimes the problem you find out in in the sales field. I come from a very cutthroat entrepreneur country where literally no one almost allows the sun to shine on others. So I've had Mm -hmm. to learn the hard way, the grind way, the do this Get up at 4.30. Do this. When you do this, write these things. Power stance. Oh, my gosh. That just makes me feel like, what? You know, been there, (laughs) done that. It didn't end well. Um, I've been a multiple owner of multiple businesses, right? So I've had to learn the hard way. But when it comes with ease and flow, then you know it's right. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be hard days some days I get up and I'm like Brene Brown talked about it where she said some days you you've got a hundred percent to give and some days you've just got 20 percent to give but the days I feel at 20 percent I reschedule myself I don't Mm. go out and still pound for that one thing that I had to do that day or see that person because if 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 you don't feel it inside you you're gonna make a mess of it 
right? Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. going to be right. Yeah. So I, I'm number one for me is starting my day right. I have to start my day with prayer. Mm-hmm. I have to start my day having a quiet time with gratitude, looking at the things I have, right? I've been fortunate enough now, I'm a citizen in Canada and the country where I'm fr- from gave me such a different perspective on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I keep reminding my kids as well, never forget where you come from. Never forget that the fact that you can ride a bicycle in the street is, is a, that is something that other people can't do. We mm-hmm. lived a hundred meters from the school where my kids used to go to primary school back in South Africa and they couldn't walk to school alone. It wasn't a possibility. Yeah. I see these kids walk on the street here every day and I'm like, wow it's just so great right so my yeah. perspective is different I've I've mm-hmm. seen different things I've I've experienced the hard in life severe trauma severe hardship so coming out of that I don't think you know you like I said you just have such a different perspective in life and those who haven't come from that it's inside you I mm. think you have to first be happy with you it's the confidence mm-hmm. in you to know. I mean, it's like you, Laura, you've got such a big heart, right? For you to sit in front of someone, I don't think you would cause anyone in the world harm, not even an ant. Like, it's just <laughs> the way your heart works, right? So mm-hmm. why would you walk up to someone and think that you're going to cause them harm? Mm-hmm. It comes from a place of love again, right? And mm-hmm. it's yourself in your good times and your bad times and apologizing I've had to apologize so many times in my life because I've got mm-hmm. a big mouth you know that like I could have put in it the size of Texas sometimes because I'm like, oh my gosh but when you've made those mistakes to realize you're human you're mm-hmm. human we're all going to make these mistakes so mm-hmm. apologizing I've got a saying where I say I'm you know I'm quick to forgive and slow to anger it's a mm. very important thing because you're looking at people from a, at a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Empathy, empathy rather than sympathy, right? Putting yourself in that person's shoes that you're going to see. It's not a business meeting. It's creating true connection with someone. Mm-hmm. Well, and you're, you're bringing me clarification because I think a lot of times people talk about it being a confidence thing where you've got to like build yourself up and brace yourself and feel big and all these things. But the way you're describing it is much more get right with yourself, get clear, get centered, and then connect with the person. So it's not about just getting confident. That's maybe what feels yucky to me sometimes. Confidence comes when we're humble enough to accept that we need to be humble and willing and we need to have a teachable spirit. If I go out and say, oh, I mean, I've won millions of awards because for me and back in the day, it used to be performance, performance, performance. And I had all these awards and I remember sitting there going, is this it? (laughs) I'm so empty on the inside, Mm -hmm. right? What, what is an award going to give you? Or what is that final sale going to give you? If you don't get it, what's the worst that can happen? Mm-hmm. Right? It's about reaching out. It's about just being that person that's humble enough to say, oh, my gosh, I can learn so much from you. I love meeting these people that I meet. And I meet hundreds of people. Right? Yeah, you do. But for me, it's about I go in with, what can I learn from you? Mm. Not what can I sell you? What mm-hmm. can I learn from you? It's a yeah. different perspective because otherwise it's going to feel hard, right? And it shouldn't feel hard. Like mm-hmm. I said, it comes, it has to come with grace and ease and flow. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and it certainly looks like you are enjoying what you do like you truly enjoy people and making those connections so it's fun to watch you (laughs) um (laughs) I'm curious what is really lighting you up these days and pushing you out of your comfort zone oh there's so many things Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think 
I think, um, well, I've, I've been in a new relationship now for just over a year. And so I'm, I don't want to say still in the honeymoon phase because I believe that a honeymoon phase is something we create, right? We decide what we want. So it lights me up that I'm with a partner that is willing to learn with me, willing to grow mm -hmm. with me. My kids light me up in different ways. They're such different ages now. You know, one is 14, 17, and then I've got one that's 20. So, I mean, a teenager is a teenager, right? Love <laughs> them sometimes, and sometimes yeah. you just want to mouth like, whatever. But they still light me up. But it's just getting to know me every mm. day giving mm -hmm. myself the space and the grace to grow and then celebrating the small wins. It's not about the big things, right? It's mm -hmm. about the small wins. I used to teach my kids when we got home, when they were smaller, um, every day they had to give me their shiny moments. Mm. So it'll look different. Some days it'll be, you know, I aced this math test and someday they would go, I don't know, you know, nothing and I'll go well it looks like you're breathing man or <laughs> it looks like you're doing this and it's about just realizing the small wins for me mm -hmm. overcoming a massive disease that really really was very difficult for me at times um that's still a small win if I wake up yeah. and I'm like wow man I can move my body yes and I've got all these things that's that's a win for me uh, once again coming from a different country right um, mm -hmm. in South Africa you literally say goodbye to your family in the morning and you don't know if you will see them again wow. when they come home it's a different perspective for me just to have them come home even if they're moody I mean it's not like I have the friendliest <laughs> teenagers in the world don't get me wrong I've got normal teenagers with normal mood swings but they still come home right they still mm -hmm. call me yeah. Those are the little things. It's not about the big things, like I said. It's yeah. finding all the small things that we can be grateful for every day. That mm -hmm. empowers us to look for more small things in the next day. Yeah. Well, and it it helps me understand why you seem so full of joy all the time. Because you actively remind yourself of, of all the small things to be joyful about. I remember when we were on our walk and I made a comment about, um, do you ever, cause I know you walk every day and do you ever walk here alone? Because that's something that I wouldn't do in the area that we were in. And you looked at me and said, yeah, I'm from South Africa. I walk alone here all the time and don't even yeah. give it a second thought. So it's yeah. so interesting. It always depends. What are we comparing it to? What, exactly. what do you know? And what, so it's it's really interesting when somebody moves here and has a different take on things. Um, yeah. yeah, it definitely helps, I don't know, bring some reality back in. And it's good to exactly. see the wider picture. Yes, but Bigger it's also picture. that component of fear, right? Yeah. Fear, if we allow fear to come into our life in one small thing, it's going to be in a lot of things. Mm. And you know what? I've had... Don't get me wrong. I'm still overcoming certain fears um, mm -hmm. from my past relationship. But in the majority of things, but I, I recognize that I see you fear. I recognize you and I'm working on you is better than leaving it because then that fear grows. I remember there was the uh, Chinese proverb story that kind of changed me and the boy kind of went back and fed this wolf I'm going to say it completely wrong but the punchline <laughs> was was it, you choose what you feed every day mm. if you're going to keep feeding the fear in your life you're going to feel defeated most of the time right but if yeah. you are going to give a joy I remember days I went when I sat in my quiet time I used to take an empty glass with me and I used to not be very joyful. It used to look something like this. And I would just have this empty glass. And I would say, well, I choose to drink joy. Choose mm -hmm. to drink joy. That was the little thing for me that made a big difference. Because I'm a very literal, very picture person. Mm -hmm. So I need to see that. I used to take my clothes off and stand naked in front of the mirror. And I used to not like what I wanted to see, what I saw mm -hmm. there. But I would have an empty hanger that hangs there. And whatever I felt I needed that day, 
was it courage? Was it whatever it was? I would pretend to take it off and say, well, I choose to put this on today, right? Mm. I have little papers. I think I keep the poster company open. Like, totally. <laughs> but I have these papers that I write on phrases like I'm quick to forgive and slow to anger. And I would put it in my bra. And during the day, when it scratches me, I would say that out loud to myself. I'm quick to forgive and slow to anger. Because remember, what we speak, we hear. And mm -hmm. what we hear eventually drops in our heart if we mm. say it. But we've mm -hmm. got to continuously say that because it's the brain. That's how it works on a new yes. path, right? The brain yeah. forms that new path. Um, Dr. Caroline Leaf wrote about the brain detox and how you can do a 21-day brain detox because when we literally have bad thoughts, if you're going to look on a brain scan, mm -hmm. it shows a dark tree. It looks like a dark spot in the brain, right? Wow. And when we have these positive thoughts, it starts growing in a positive direction. So you choose which one of those two trees you feed, right? Yeah. And if our roots are solid and we plant it, and that starts with us. No one can do it for you. You have to do it yourself. Work on you. Just do the hard stuff, man. Sit there and feel <laughs> it and move through it. Then that brain pattern will eventually change you but you root it and ground it. So when it shakes around you, it, your whole world doesn't collapse. You know, mm -hmm. your tree mm -hmm. can do this in the wind. Flexible. Exactly. Yes. That's important. Yeah. 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 I love how you explain that. Um, it's fascinating. And I could just listen to you talk for hours because you have <laughs> such a beautiful voice. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, what are you currently reading or have recently read that you loved? I just finished a book. Um, well, I've finished two books, actually. But one, I can't even remember the outside. That's how bad I am with the name of the book. Um, I think it's on my, my bookcase behind me. But anyway, it's a book that Oprah Winfrey wrote with mm. her psychologist. Um, I was actually reading Dr. Thea Bryan's Homecoming is the book's name. I'll tell you, that was a phenomenal book. That was Homecoming. my favorite between the two. Yes. Thea Bryan is the Dr. Thea Bryan. Mm -hmm. And um, and then they also, obviously, when you're an indigo and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I recommend this one. So I finished the one Dr. Perry and Oprah Winfrey wrote the book. I can't, I really can't mm. remember the name now. I take the outside cover off because it's a hard yes. cover and otherwise my paper <laughs> is everywhere. Um, but essentially, um, homecoming for me was, it was so important. I am. Um, when I was questioning all these things, I was, so I was married when well, we were together in a relationship for almost, uh, you know, 20 years, um, just short of 20 years. Um, and I was coming through severe trauma in my life. Before that, I ran into the arms of this narcissist because that's what they do, right? They love bomb you in the beginning. And then it's all peachy and fuzzy and great. And the moment they have you, it's everything retracts, right? So uh -huh. I was cheated on in the first year of my marriage and that happened, I don't know how many times. I think I gave up. He got an Olympic medal for that at the end from <laughs> me. I'm so good for him. But I remember questioning everything. Sitting mm. one day, hearing a song that someone played outside my house loud. I was like, I used to party and jam to that song when I was young. And here I heard it. And it was like the worst song I ever heard. I was like, what? What was I thinking? <laughs> and I was like, why did I like that? And then I was like, oh, goodness. Okay, wait a minute. I questioned everything. I went back to literally everything because you have these adaptations in your life, right? When you come from trauma or you come from different things, we adapt to our circumstances in a way where we choose what others choose because we have a fear of rejection, right? Mm -hmm. And I had to choose all these things or go back to all these things and say, why do I like this? Do I like this because I like it? Or do I like this because someone told me? I should like this. And I had to figure out who the hell am I? You know, yeah. who am I? What and point that, of your life were you at for that? Oh, that was just after my divorce, actually. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. 
that was now a couple of years ago, but um, I had to re-question everything because you ask to yourself, know yourself these questions, but now you're alone. I mean, I was here. I was in a foreign country. I've got no no family here, um, and now my husband decides he leaves me, and I was so stupid. I would have still taken him back, right? Because I was mm. I was so hurt and so broken, and I thought, well, right. how am I going to do this? I'm I've got three teenage boys you know mm -hmm. well, the one was just short of being a teenager but I've got these three boys in a foreign country and I'm all alone how am I going to do yeah. this I can't do this if I don't even know what I like what I want you know who I am yeah because so, your whole sense of self had been sort of taken away in a way absolutely absolutely because you are dependent on someone else broken people attract broken people right so and now that we are you know, we have got such an amicable relationship now for our kids' sake. It's not about us, you know. Mm, it's not mm -hmm. about what he did wrong to me or what I did to him. We can have that fight endlessly. And I'm sure everyone can have that fight with an ex. But is mm -hmm. it really worth it? You know, mm -hmm. is it really worth hating someone that much? That That's like you drinking poison and hoping I die. What, yeah. what what good is that going to do for you, right? Mm -hmm. I've got way better things in my life to do. Once again, what do you put your focus on? Yeah. And kids are sure a great reminder of what's important because it's like we chose to create this family together and it didn't last. However, the responsibility to those kids continues as parents. So yeah. that's amazing that you have found a way to parent because um, yeah. it hasn't been that long. And sometimes it takes a long time for people to get to that yeah. point and some never do. Yes, exactly. But but why don't they, right? What's the reason? Uh, mm -hmm. Even if he continuously does something wrong, I'm not saying he had a heart change and woo, now he's... He's still the same guy that I was married yeah. to, right? But well, I don't know. I don't live with him anymore. Sorry. He needs, mm -hmm. I don't know. But it's for most parts, not a lot of change, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not my problem. It's mm -hmm. not my, my issue to carry. And it's it's not for me to decide if he's right or wrong. We know, yes. he's, you know, we know when we what has happened to us but who cares you through it mm -hmm. now you know come through on the other side and stop martyring yourself for stuff that has happened why don't you I thought well if there's going to be anything that I'm going to do to to walk out of this better than he did because that's how I felt in the beginning it was like I need to change me and I'm going to be better for me right and mm -hmm. that changed everything it's not but the focus on others is about putting the focus on yourself, starting with yourself first, because yeah. then it flows out to the rest. And yeah. even, even though we don't say to our kids, your dad is a, you know, whatever, our body language, how we roll our eyes, how we do those things, kids see that. And mm -hmm. how much trauma do you want to cause your kids, right? You've already mm -hmm. caused them trauma now that you're divorced. Why not try and just pick up the pieces, you know, mm -hmm. and be that person that says, I'd like to save some money on therapy here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's but, so yeah. true. Yeah. Sometimes we're only hurting ourselves, right? Like you said, drinking yeah. that poison and yeah, so much better. Like we, we, tomorrow isn't promised. We don't know how much time we have here. So yeah, moving on exactly. after a period of grieving, I think is, is pretty normal depending Important. on what happened. Um, yes. And then, and then getting on with it and getting back. And I love that you had to go through, well, I don't love it, but I, you, it's powerful no, how you talk about getting to know yourself exactly. again. Yes, and yes. it's about moving through that grief, right? Mm -hmm. It's not about saying, you know, I'm just going to sweep this under the rug because no. that rug is going to pop up at some point, right? And, and carry into your next relationship, right? Absolutely, right? Mm -hmm. It's about working out these things within yourself, saying mm -hmm. what happened there is was not okay, but it's mm -hmm. not about something that I did, right? I'm not mm -hmm. internalizing this. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, it's, I'm doing this for me, right? Mm -hmm. I want to get better for me and I want to get better for my kids. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And not blaming ourselves. Like we did the very best that Absolutely. we could at that point with who we were and the tools that we had. Yeah. Exactly. It's so relatable. Um, what about 
I, I get the sense that you are a dance party kind of person. So if you're home alone and you're in the kitchen and you have a chance to play some loud music and dance, what are some of your favorite songs to dance to? Anything if it has a beat. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like I to dance? I love that. So I, I, have, I have different playlists actually for different moments. Um, it's like you said, like sometimes when I had to go do a big talk or whatever, I would have empowering songs. Like one Bring of the your songs, energy up. Yeah, This Is Me is one of the songs. What is that movie? I, like, I can't even remember. But it's, it's songs that speak to me. I'm very, mm-hmm. very set on words in songs as well, right? What do we Dang. say? What do we sing over? each other we we tend to say that we we don't speak this over ourselves but what are you singing over yourself right Mm -hmm. so I have these different playlists that I play the you know depending on the moment I remember when I was petitioning to come to Canada um, there was a certain play, playlist that I played um, every single day. It was just like about belief mm-hmm. and overcoming and you can do this and, you know, those types of things. I look at the words associated with it and I group it in there. And it's really important to me. Um, I would sometimes, I, in the morning, the first thing when I do when I wake up is I tell Alexa to play some very, I'm not going to tell her now because she might hear me, but like a, you know, like a calming instrumental because I mm. know I need that in the morning. I, I, I run on a different frequency if I start too early, right? Um, mm. I need to calm, be calm when I go into Interesting. it, right? And music is so magical for that. It truly, like like you say, it can either bring us up, but it can also calm us. It's so, the the frequency of it, I find it fascinating. Absolutely. And how, how we hear it and which parts of the brain it's stimulating. And it's just yeah. so powerful. Absolutely. It changes the cells in the body, right? Um, it's very important that the cells in the body work together. I, I got a background in, in anatomy as well. And that for me mm. was where I learned about on a cellular level, what happens in the body, you know, when we mm. get to a certain point, what happens? And I used to be, when I just got to Canada, I had terrible PTSD. And I remember I would just be shaking so mm. much most of the times and if I do just the slightest thing that will raise my blood pressure or anything I'd be back to zero you know ground zero and you'd have to start working through that again but it's to feel your body feel Mm -hmm. the body and say oh okay I feel a little bit like this I need to calm it down doing little things like not looking at your phone the first 30 minutes before you you know after you wake up wake Mm -hmm. up just wake up your body um some mornings I do because some mornings there's something urgent that you need to see don't get me wrong I'm not like mm-hmm. Mother Teresa like the perfect person <laughs> but um you know doing those little things looking at the pink and blue hues in the morning the first thing in the morning that's what tells our brain you know 12 to 14 hours from now we're going to release some melanin again and you're going to have deep sleep um, sleeping well, um, making sure mm-hmm. we don't, you know, some people can drink coffee 20 cups a day and they think, oh yeah, I can sleep on it. No, your body crashes. It's not sleep, mm-hmm. sweetheart. You crash it, <laughs> right? Um, so don't do those things. Drink mm-hmm. water. It's it's important that we feed our body the right food. Um, eat healthy. Drink your vitamins. Don't stuff it with just take out food and sugars and all of those Mm -hmm. types of things it's balance once again it's balance we're uh we have to take an holistic approach we can't just say Mm. i want to build confidence to do something it's about how does the body feel on the inside right am i Mm -hmm. feeding my body what it needs because if i don't feed my body what it needs then my brain won't do that it's very interesting to to hear like if you look at um um at at the body and we know that um the gut is directly related to either depression or anxiety or those types of things we wonder why we feel this way right we Mm -hmm. we don't think oh you know what maybe I should do something for my colon or maybe I should be eating healthier or because that is all part of 
any business person's life, right? Mm. We can't go to a meeting and speak to someone with clarity if my body is feeling sluggish. No one has the capacity to do that. Like mm. start at ground zero. Mm-hmm. go back to basics everyone just wants to start up here and make the chains and take the grind and do this <laughs> do that but start at ground zero for me it's not achievable to say seven days a week i'm going to have a workout it's not achievable mm-hmm. no one no one can do that relentlessly for the rest of their life and think it's going to work i'm sorry i've mm-hmm. been there i've done that like i said work myself into hospital maybe there's the odd few people that can do that but at least if you move you know yes. stretch, it gives you that time to just think mm-hmm. reprocess or process your day or have vision you know have vision mm-hmm. for your day What's your goal for the day? What's your goal for the month? You know, where do you want to be at? Make it small, achievable goals. People tend to have these big goals and big things, and then they don't achieve it, and they feel like a loser. But if you write it down and just say, today, I'm just going to drink one less cup of coffee. You've Mm -hmm. achieved a goal. Celebrate that. You know, tomorrow Mm -hmm. you might drink two less. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, and so many of these things that you're talking about, it's about going back to simplicity, the simple things, the basics. And also so many of those things don't actually cost us any money. So it doesn't have to be big, expensive things, but being more mindful and choosing, making choices wisely with some flexibility is is so very important exactly and it, like you say it, it has such a huge result in how we end up feeling when we're doing that intentionally which is really powerful um how do you wake up Kareen, to the moments of everyday magic around you i think i know this because you were talking about gratitude in the morning and i'm guessing you carry that through your day when yeah. you start that way absolutely Absolutely. Looking at, you know, people in a different way, you know, for me, it's just, it's having a true compassion for the person next to you, right? No matter what they've done, if they smiled or didn't smile, if they greeted you or didn't greet you, you know, we're just a high, just a high to that one person because everyone has a bad day and my philosophy is everyone deserves a standing ovation at least once in a lifetime right (laughs) that was also in a book I read and it was just you know feeding your brain with that Mm -hmm. creates this gratitude in you that you will more and more and more and more there were times in my life that I I I grew up not that very rich right and mm-hmm. there are times where we struggled and I would unpack the groceries and I would literally say thank you for every single thing that I take out of the bags mm-hmm. because that's a blessing someone else does not have that mm-hmm. someone else has to scrounge for food today out of a mm-hmm. bed maybe or go sleep hungry you know mm-hmm. just having opening your cupboard just seeing that there's food in there oh my gosh, that's a yeah. blessing in its own, right? But we, that's sure why we want to see these big things. We want to have a vision board with a boat and a house at the lake, <laughs> and blah, blah. And then we're upset if we don't get that, but you don't remember what you've done. So what I do to remind myself is I journal. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I have bad days, because I also have bad days, right? Mm-hmm. When I have bad days, I go back in my journal. I go read mm. back in my journal. Because That's powerful, forget, yeah. Yes, we forget what we asked or what we did or what happened. And then I'm like, oh, wow, that was a small win. Oh, wow, mm-hmm. that was a small win. Small wins that happen in our life gives us the stepping stones to get to the bigger wins in our life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love that you're talking about reading back in our journal and that's something that I've found really powerful too. And it can almost sometimes feel like who wrote that? Did I write that? Like you, it's like, (laughs) wow. Yes. And it doesn't even matter whether it was you in a really good place or you in a particularly tough day, but it just gives you such a different perspective and can sometimes feel like, wow, I've, I've come further than I thought I had. Um, And also a reminder, like, no bad time lasts forever 
but also yes. no good time lasts forever exactly it's exactly. temporary right so if yes, we can everything's temporary yeah if I go for a walk and I remember small little things like little sayings or whatever mm-hmm. I write it down on my phone I write these mm-hmm. little notes on my phone and I have I open it sometimes and read it and go wow mm. <laughs> Stop, yeah, know? that came to you from that yeah, from on the shoulder. Yes, to say, yeah. you know, that's a good job. You're your biggest, your own biggest cheerleader. Mm-hmm. If you don't show people how they should treat you, how can you expect them to treat you that way? I always say, you know, we we as a mother, I always refer back to that because I've had three boys that I had to work with, right? We say, <laughs> we say to them, wash the dishes. Can you wash the dishes? And, and we expect that, you know, they've seen us wash the dishes a million times, you know. But did they look? Did they, did they learn in that moment? Until I've stood next to him and said, okay, this is how I expect you to wash the dishes. And then put it off and then say, when I ask you to wash the dishes, this is how I wanted to look at the end. They will never know. How can mm-hmm. you be upset with them if you haven't done that? And it's the same with every part in your life. If you've not shown people what you're worth or how you want to be treated or put up that boundary or said, you know what, this is this is not right. I, I get where you're coming from. Your feelings is valid. Everyone's feelings are valid. But let me tell you how I feel. Or let me tell you what I'm experiencing. Or let me tell you where my boundary is. If mm-hmm. you don't put that up, then you know what? You can't be upset if people tread on it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. So true. Uh, okay, I want you to think about Kareen in the future. Could be 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road, 30 years down the road. What do you think she would tell you today? Don't sweat the small stuff, right? Never sweat the small stuff. Mm. Um, Don't worry about what other people think. Um, Do what's best for you. Mm. I think now, I I mean, I love my 40s, right? I I feel like I'm so wise now that (laughs) so much. And probably when I get to my 50s, I'm going to go, holy moly, you were kind of. (laughs) In your 40s, you know, you learn more. But it's like, like I was saying, I, as long as we have that teachable spirit, mm. as long as we get, we never, ever lose that. Um, mm. My mother, every time I speak to my mom, my mom says to me, I'm 70 and I still learn new things every day. And we have so to good. remember that because that's exactly what I would never lose the wonder. Never mm. lose the magic in your life, the sparkle, or you know, yeah. never lose that. And if you have a bad day, it's okay. It's mm-hmm. okay. Everyone has them. No yes. one has all their crap together. You know, right. if they say they do, run, run really mm. fast, run really far, <laughs> because it's not true. It is yeah. not true. We all struggle with things mm-hmm. daily. You know, yeah, little things. So cut yourself some slack. Give yourself yeah. some grace. Mm-hmm. And the 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 tougher days make the good days even sweeter, right? Like if we had nothing but good days, it wouldn't be quite the same. So it's it, no exactly. Mm-hmm. There's no intense joy without intense sadness. You have to experience that to appreciate the intense joy. And I think it's the sadness that makes us see reminds us of how you know the joy was or can be and Mm -hmm. that makes you want to reach more inside yourself and say you've got this girl you know just Mm -hmm. just keep your eye on the prize eyes forward let's do it yes absolutely you are so inspiring um I just feel like you you teach you teach us just so much by sharing what you naturally share. It's just, it's just so generous of you, the way you talk. Um, and I absolutely love it. Tell us what's next for you and where's the best place for people to kind of follow along with your journey and the things that you're doing. I know you're doing a speech next week, right? 
Yes, uh, next week, uh, Wednesday the 20th, I'll be on stage for the first time in Canada. I've done so many podcasts in Canada mm. and I've done lots of public speaking in South Africa, but this will be my first time on stage in Canada, just kind of speaking a little bit about my life story. So it's really about bringing people hope. If I can bring, mm. bring anyone hope and just mm -hmm. like in that moment, you know, where they feel like I can't go on. Hopeless, is, yeah. This, yes, you feel like this is it for me. You know, you don't know what I've been through, Kareem. Like, mm. you have no idea what I've been through because that's what we do. I did that for many years. I mean, maybe mm -hmm. that was just me, but I did that for so long that, that I became so bitter, right? So mm. how to push through those moments and really build that resilience in you. Then, yes, next Wednesday, we're doing Amante Talks. Um, uh, at the Innovation Center. They can go on my social media. And um, so my social media is my first name, which is C A R I E N, Kareen. The number is 1777. Um, and they can kind of follow along there and just see, um, you know, where we're at. I'm, I'm relatively busy, busy on there. Some days I take off. I'm not, you know, it's, mm -hmm. some days we just need to have time for ourselves. And we need to create that space for others. But I like to keep people in the loop of what's going on in the area. At mm -hmm. the sense of my, my work, Boulevard Magazine. You know, it's important. Community is extremely important to me. Mm -hmm. Connecting people to one another. Not just saying you're a community builder, you know. But, and then just doing a post. But actually reaching out and saying, you know what? I know this person that can do this, that can do that. And I think that's why I love it so much. Um, mm -hmm. bringing people together rather yes, than yes. just a community builder I feel like I bring people together um, and that is important for me so yes next Wednesday I'm there and then um, yeah I'm with Boulevard magazine and there's some some things in the pipeline and I know the book needs to come and I know all these things <laughs> need to come but you know what I I kind of I believe when the timing is right I'll know it I'm not gonna yes. I'm not going to. There's no rush. It. There's so much that I'm doing currently. I'm busy with mm -hmm. little things on the side too. Yes. Um, but yes, next year is going to be a big year. Mm -hmm. For everyone, I'm excited for everyone. Just on my behalf, I'll be excited for the ones that are. <laughs> uh, I think 2024 is going to be an amazing year. It's going to be a year of um, the birthing of new things. Um, mm -hmm. So it's, uh, yeah, we just all. And letting go of some old. Letting Love go that. to make to make room for the new. And I just wanted to say thank you because I have truly benefited from those connections that you were just speaking about, where you truly connect people together in a in a way that's extremely generous and unique. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I I just want to continue being in your life and sharing time together and watching you soar. Um, so thank you so much for talking to us today. It was really great to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much for having me, Laura. And I feel like my life is so much richer since I met you. I learned so much from you. I think from our first coffee date, it was like, man, I like her. <laughs> like her. And you know what, that's it. It's like, we could, we, we're there for each other, you know, and I really appreciate what you're doing and bringing into this community with your Made to Grow project, connecting people with your podcast. I mean, there's so many things. Um, so, yes, thank you so much for what you do for our community as well. You're a very, very important part of it. And I thank love you. I love spending time with you. Thank you so much. And keep shining. I know you will. I will. <laughs> okay, thanks. Thank you so much for listening to our show today. If you enjoyed the conversation, please rate and review and follow along. I'm so happy that you're here and I will see you next time.